CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have four convening locations, U District, Capitol Hill, Wallingford, and Federal Way. Stop by for tacos, burritos, tamales, and enchiladas. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Today I have my friend Trish. Hi, Trish. Hello, Carlos. How's it going? It's going good. What have you been up to? You know, boxing, gym, all that stuff, the huge. Dogs. Yeah, lots of hound dogs. How are your, what are your dogs' names? There's uh, Moose and Frida, after the artist Frida Kahlo. And boy, girl? Moose boy, Frida girl. Do they, do they Have they had puppies? Uh, no, no, they were fixed. Um, oh. I'm not doing that. You don't want a bunch of ba- basset hound puppies? No, I don't want a bleeding dog running around my gym or in my house. <laughs> <laughs> my my high school teacher bred sheep uh, sheep dogs. Yeah, humongous dogs. Yeah, and she would bring them in every once in a while, and it's like, why would you do this to yourself? I don't know. I'd I'd rather rescue a dog or buy a dog. I don't you need know, to have my own <clears throat> made. Uh, I follow King Five on Instagram, and they posted a picture of this Great Dame. Is two years old for a Great Dame? Two years old for a Great Dane? Yeah. What do you mean? Is because it what? They posted this picture of a Great Dame, and the hashtag was old dogs. And then oh. the caption said, this two-year-old Great Dame is ready to find a permanent home. Mm, supposedly. So bigger dogs tend to have the uh, shorter lifespan. Yeah. But I think it's all in how you take care of it and right. how you feed and stuff. So I don't know. Because no. I thought, Two, I would think maybe five or six might be old for a Great Dane. Yeah. I took a, I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to Lori. And I said, don't be surprised if this dog is here when you come home. Uh, did she send you the middle finger <laughs> emoji? She would have not been happy. Like I want, I think I want a dog. You got to get a non-hypoallergenic uh, dog. You got to get a hair dog because she can't do she it. She can wear a mask, I think. Dude, is are, are there uh, like hy- what is it? Hypoallergenic? Yeah, they're hair dogs. There's are they tons. hypoallergenic fans or like air filters? There's a ton of filters. You can spend a, a ton of money, like eight hundred bucks or something, on a molecule. But still, it's you're you're gonna have an unhappy wife. Which means you're gonna have an unhappy life. I mean, masks can be decorative. They can be. She can uh, bling it out. They could also be bedazzle um, it. They could also be thrown at you <laughs> with the bedazzle intact. Yeah, I won't win the dog argument. Then the next thing would have been uh, like a ferret. I, that I didn't win that either. Yeah, that's a shocker. I've even tried like a rabbit. I would be a crazy rabbit guy. Yeah, that no, yeah, no. Then I we, started. We just des- we domesticate too many animals. Human, you know, humans are too obsessed with domesticating animals. That's that's enough. No, but bunny bunnies are cute. Yeah, whatever. They they can bunnies be are vicious safer and mean. Home. Bunnies. Yeah. Well, don't they electrocute themselves often? Uh, they're dumb and they chew through electrical oh, cords. They could, yeah. <laughs> If you let it roam around and poop all over your house. But it's little bunny poo. Ew, that's disgusting. Is it? Aren't, isn't it like pellets? I think, I don't care who wants poo pellets all over your house. Well, that's better than a 
like a dog. Yeah, but a dog load. is going to learn how to go outside. Mm. So bunnies can't learn to go on a That's a good question. On a mat. You need a bunny expert to come on your podcast. Mm. I would I I would argue that the bunny poo is uh not it, it's not as substantial so it won't it's not that big of a deal. Dude, I'd argue that any poo on your floor is substantial and it is a big deal. I had a meeting with a potential new client the other day Mm -hmm. and we were outside his house and he was looking up at a tree and then I saw him squint a little bit and he's like, what is that? Someone who was obviously walking their dog had a bag and the dog pooed put the poo in the bag and then threw the bag into his tree. <laughs> that is very odd. I wonder what he did. So we're like looking at it saying, huh? Like, let's just look, you know, think about this for a second. You're walking your dog. You have, obviously you're responsible because you have a bag. You put the poo in the bag and it's like, what happens? Do you panic? And you're like, oh, I can't carry this bag full of poo. I'm pretty sure not. Like, I don't think that would, like, is this the first time this person has ever picked up poo in a bag? Like, what would, what would, what happened in this guy's, in this person's brain to go from, you know what, I'm done carry. Like, I brought the bag, but I'm not going to carry it back. Let's just throw it in some dude's tree. <laughs> I'm guessing there's probably a little more history there. <laughs> and it was a big dog. Ew. So he climbed up. <clears throat> did you did you photo shoot this? No. Dang it. I should have. I should have taken a picture of it. Yeah. And and him climbing the tree to he retrieve climbed, it. It would have been funny if he had fallen. Yeah, that, that would have been funny, Carlos. That would have been <laughs> like, so funny. I broke my leg. How? <laughs> Getting poo out of a tree. <laughs> Getting poo out of a tree. Weird. <laughs> People are weird. And this is supposedly a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Well, you know, nice neighborhoods have crappy people too. That like to throw poo bags into trees. I can honestly say I've never seen a bag of poo in a tree. Um, I can honestly I mean, say you see, I haven't either. You see toilet paper in a tree sometimes. Yeah. But that's sans poo. That's, yeah. It's like this. Like, this is the opposite of that. It's like, no toilet paper, but you have poo. Well, you know, I feel like we've solved a lot of problems with this conversation. I, I feel really well, uh, if, you effective. Well, if, if we discourage one person. We are effective. You're right. From not throwing poo in a tree. Yeah. Or we could have just encouraged millions of people <laughs> to try it. <laughs> Next week in the news, there's going to be a. The big poo escapade. <laughs> All throughout Seattle, people are finding poo in their trees. Poo-mageddon. <laughs> Poo-copolypse. I've got them all. It's, it's, it's raining poo. It's Because uh, it's I was go, under it. It's going to go down in poostery. Okay, coach. <clears throat> we have to uh, be serious now. Okay, serious. <laughs> I 
I think I'm the first person to have ever told a story about a bag of poo being put being in a tray. It's certainly the first on a podcast. I'm I certain. Think, I think it is. I think it's going to help you go viral. I, you know what? Diarrheal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. That is foul. I'll say I'll save the human poo stories for later. Oh God, yes, please. <laughs> oh, this is poo-tastic. You know, I had I had Omar in here the other day. The boxing connoisseur. The boxing connoisseur. Um, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, he's he's fascinating. He's I need he's to a great coach. I need to hang out with him more. So you can feel more Mexican. No, so that I I can under I can pinpoint and attack what makes him laugh. Because I think like he's he's a really I think he might, is he a serious just in general just more of a serious. I don't know. I I think uh, we're both pretty. I think. Uh, well, both him and I are pretty serious people, pretty intense people. He is also in Aries. Well, but I've cracked your shell. You you haven't cracked my shell. There's a crack. Maybe <laughs> not fully cracked, but there's a stress fracture. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like I need to hang out with him more to find out what that is. I think he's I think he's a funny guy, but you know, he like my humor. Um your poo humor? My pu my poo humor might not resonate. <laughs> I don't know. You might think it's funny. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. No, it was fun talking to him. Um, but yeah, I need to talk to him more. Because we I, I, I need to yeah, I just need to pinpoint like what he's got a lot of good ideas. He's a good coach and uh um I mean he's not so serious that it isn't like, like we have fun. I don't know, he's he's yeah. a fun dude. I like hanging hanging out with him at the gym. I like all the coaches. I mean, everybody's pretty cool, but yeah, I don't know. We're just, we're on a mission. We're, we're yeah. pretty driven. No, I like, I asked him what type of people would benefit most from his training. And then, you know, like what, what his life path to how he's gotten here, his amateur career. Uh, and then he, he, he said, if anyone listens to this and wants a, private training mention it and then he'll get some sort of hookup oh yeah that's cool so we'll hopefully he's gotten or will get uh some some attention on that but it was it was fun it was fun recording with him yeah and we started talking about boxing and as we were talking about boxing like i wanted to start the conversation of commentators yeah but we got I got distracted, believe it or not. I'm um, unbelievably shocked. Instead of talking about commentators, I think we st- I started talking about my Jordan collection. <laughs> if there was a visio chart of me getting distracted and where that distraction leads, I would say a good uh, seven out of ten lead to my shoe collection. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. I don't know why. Huh. I have a love for my shoe collection. Like a Mike, Mike, someone can set my car on fire or someone can steal it and fill it with poo. And I would not care. Yeah. But if I lost a pair of shoes, I would be upset. 
Just remember that when you want to crack me open a little more. <laughs> I should put my shoes under lock and key. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where they are. Okay. <laughs> it's like Lori and I talk about this semi sort of a lot. Like neither of us are. Uh, I don't want to say materialistic is the right word, but attached. Like some people are just so attached to their stuff. Yeah. Like there, there's, I've throughout the, throughout the past few years, like I've needed a truck and I've asked someone that has beat up trucks, like, Hey, can I borrow your truck? They're like, no, you can't use my car. I'm like, dude, my car costs twice as much as your truck. You can have my car. If anything happens to your truck, I will give you my car. I just need to move something from A to B. They, it's it's like it's like people are attached to certain things, and it's like I'm not asking you for an indecent proposal here. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not that way. I'm yeah. Not not very attached. I think that level-headed people are like the. I just don't I don't get the going bonkers over even car stuff like those people who you see tons of videos of if someone like bumps into them or does something to their car they just go crazy yeah i had an uber driver like that where he thought i scratched his car with my suitcase and i was like uh, <laughs> dude no it's like yeah. first of all you are a, uh, a ride service yeah so there's thousands of people yeah yeah i don't know so yeah uh, i I got distracted. Like I got distracted just now. Um, But I wanted to talk about commentators, boxing commentators. And I thought, you know what? I'll just save this conversation for Trish. What, who are your favorite commentators? Uh, I think honestly, the best ones ever, ever. Uh, Polly Malinaji is my most favorite. And he's good. And then Howard Cosell. You know, I've never heard a full fight with that Howard that Cosell did. I know he did like the Muhammad Ali stuff, but yeah, I've only seen. I don't think I've seen a full Ali fight. I just liked everything he was. He was so he brought, like he brought regular people. I feel like to boxing the way he was, and uh, um, he was personable. He knew when to be quiet. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just liked it. I I don't. I just don't like across the board in most sports. Most of our commentating uh, style in the U.S. When I listen to the fights on DAZN, yeah, I really enjoy a few of the commentators like that they've had for like the Italy fights and stuff right. like that. Some of the American ones, they're not so hot, but some of those Italy fights, man, they have some good commentators. And I think you're right when you say. That Cosell knew when to speak and when not to. The European commentators are okay with ten seconds of silence and watching the fight. Oh, it's awesome! They yeah. know they know when the fight is more uh, more intoxicating than their words about it. Right, and and they know to to let you make your own decisions. It's, yeah. I don't know it. It's really cool, and and I was also watching it. It was some European DAZN fight card and. They were talking about both fighters equally. They right. weren't. It wasn't this money machine of like HBO is behind one prospect, and they're going to skew all the commenting on 
the fighter, no matter if the guy's not doing well or not, right. and and trying to, I I don't know. I just I just dislike it, and yeah. I also think they're listening to themselves talk. They aren't really, <laughs> they aren't really telling a story about the fight unfolding no. before them. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I've uh, well, Sky Sports, the commentators on Sky Sports, I think they're English. They're, There's two they guys. They kick ass. They're really good. Amazing. They're, I don't even know what their names are. I don't either. But uh, that that's the one thing that I have noticed is that if there's, I mean, let's just say it's not that an action-packed round. Yeah, they're just okay with, with you know, 20 seconds, 15 seconds of, of, of not saying anything. Uh, I uh, completely agree with Polly. I think that he's probably the smartest person. He's the closest you're going to get to what the fighter is actually thinking. Yeah, and he also also knows when to be quiet. Yeah. Uh, he observes and he makes comments when he feels like, you know, man, I don't know about... Like, he'll question the boxer's tactics right. or he'll, he'll uh, admire or compliment what a boxer is deciding to do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just more interesting. I like it a lot, but... It's uh, I don't think commenting is an easy job. Like I can't yeah. even imagine doing it myself. I think I'd be I'd be horrendous. I could probably do baseball. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I could do baseball, but I, I just think I'd be horrendous. And I think it's quite a, an amazing skill because I was watching who was it on DAZN recently, which I thought he was trying to do well, but he was super nervous. Was it Mikey Garcia? No, it was uh, Jesse Vargas. Oh, Jesse Vargas. Yeah, he. I thought maybe he's the kind of guy that might be good in the future because he was saying some good things, yeah. but he was horrible timing and uh, awkward and shy a little yeah. bit. But I thought, you know, maybe, <laughs> uh, you know, I actually I thought, you know what, give this guy a chance. Maybe yeah. he'll do okay. Well, I, what I think is happening is that he's probably trying too hard. Yeah, trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. So he just needs to develop his own style. But it was like that for Polly in the beginning too, because remember when he had he had high pitched, fast talking voice, <laughs> like he was in New York talking to his Italian buddies, and, yeah. and he wouldn't shut up at first, and then it's like he took voice lessons or something. He did something, and he really changed. Yeah, and he's calmed down. Yeah, he's not as hyper as he used to be. No, it's not like he's trying to prove a point <laughs> now. He's really, really, he really is hands down the best. I like, yeah, I like Polly a lot. Um, I also like. And I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this one. I like Max Kellerman. Uh, I like Max Kellerman before he worked for HBO. Mm. Uh, I liked him. Was he ESPN that he worked yeah. for? Yeah. I liked him a lot then. But uh, it was like when he, he replaced Larry Merchant after the Merchant fiascos. Yeah. Um, the multitude of them. His <laughs> he just stuck around Alzheimer, about 20 years yeah, his too long. moments. And uh, just being a just a jerk in general. Yeah. And uh, I think for a little while there, Kellerman was like trying to be like Merchant and trying to sensationalize the after yeah. fight interviews. And I just kind of lost respect for him because uh, I just thought, what are you doing? Like, just be yourself. Right. Don't, don't do that. Don't yeah, be a sellout. He's a, he's a bright guy. And clearly he, he always studied. He studies <laughs> lots of sports. Yeah. So and I think his boxing IQ is really high and he can uh, speak. He can speak to it in a high level while still being normal yeah uh i just I, I just really like i don't like jim lampley i'll go into the ones that i don't like yeah i don't like jim him. lampley i think he's he just he likes to hear himself he he is 
what's the, what's the right word? He's like a blowhard. Like blow he just won't just shut a up. Douche. He he really is. I don't enjoy his personality. Yeah. I think he's an ass to fighters and he doesn't have a clue what it's like to get in the ring. That's the thing too is uh commentators that are are making comments and they haven't taken a single punch in their right. life. I <laughs> I kind of have a problem with that. It's like really you're going to say that right now. Yeah. I don't even care if the guy's doing terrible. I I you know, get in there. Well, that's I think that's probably why my favorite ones are fighters. So if I go down my list, it's Polly, well, Max, but he's a non-fighter. <clears throat> Roy Jones. Why, Roy do you Jones like, Jr. why do you like Roy Jones Jr.? I Because he's another, I, well, first of all, I think Roy Jones was a great boxer. His boxing IQ is through the roof. You think so? Yeah. And I think that he, he's a contrarian a lot because I've heard a lot, I've heard him argue with, not argue, but contradict max and jim blampley on a lot of fights That's where good. jim blampley will say oh he got him with that left to the body and that hurt him real bad and i've heard roy jones a lot say jim that did not hurt him <laughs> it's like it, it woke him up it's like but he is not her like he'll he'll contradict what the but what the other guys are saying that's cool and i just think that that comes from uh from experience and from being in that other guy's shoes. What about, uh, did you like, um, Manny Stewart, Emmanuel Stewart? I didn't, I didn't see enough to know. I liked him, but I thought he got squashed by the, uh, by HBO. I thought he, you could tell there was a few times. If you watch his facial expressions, go back to some fights and watch his facial expressions when Larry Merchant's talking. Yeah. Oh, it is so priceless. Hmm. It is so great. You can tell he <laughs> so badly wants to say something. A few times he says a little bit of something. Yeah. But you could tell he's he's being held back by the machine. I would find it. I don't think I've ever spoken to someone who spoke, well, had a similar conversation as we're having, that has uh, put Larry Merchant in a, on a list. No, I, I you put Larry Merchant. Um, he goes in the same list as Stephen A. Smith to me. Oh they are the same person. Uh, they they know they are just they just like to hear themselves talk. They think they're mightier than thou. And uh, I don't know. I'd like to see Stephen A. Smith step in there. Take a I couple need to, punches. I need to share how much I hate Stephen A. Smith. Go for it. But we have to take a quick break first. All right. We'll be right back. When I needed updated content for my small business website, I was worried because I didn't have a very large marketing budget. But then I found Carlos at CZ Media. He gave me a budget-friendly quote and delivered the high-quality content I was looking for. I would recommend you check him out. All of his information is in the show notes. And we're back. I hate Stephen A. That's good. I don't even like to. I don't like anything that he does. I don't like his comment commentating on basketball. I yeah. He his the only reason he has a job is because people hate him, and he relishes in that. Yeah. But his boxing knowledge is z- zero. zero. Yeah, it's it's sub. Like I'm not. I I'm I'm not. Uh, uh, smart in boxing at all but i'm pretty sure 
I I I would I would argue with I that. Have I think I think you're. <laughs> I always rely on you for realism, and because uh, uh, I'll have sometimes like coach goggles or like one, you know, wanting goggles on yeah. or something. So I always ask you, you know, what do you think about this or that? Because I know <laughs> I can get a realistic picture from you. So I think you've got pretty good. You know, I'm not. I won't. I'll block what you just said because I don't want to. I don't even want it remotely close making me think that I know what I'm talking about. But another thing that does sort of make me think that I sort of know what I'm talking about <clears throat> was, do you remember the, did you see the Charlo fights a few months, a few weeks ago? Oh, I did. And where they didn't look so hot. No, but did you, um, I saw the, the main, no, the, the co-main event. Cause the main event won, right? He, he, he won. I, I think so. I can't remember. I saw the 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 co-main event, which was the younger, well, they're twins, but the one who, the one who isn't quite the as the one good. who lost, yeah, and and he had a little fit about it, right? So I yeah, I saw that fight at Buffalo Wild Wings with the sound off. They they were uh, there was football or baseball, yeah, football was it football? Something it was it was football. There was yeah, there was football going on, so they were the audio was for that and not for the for boxing. But I'm watching it, and I'm thinking he looks horrible, horrible. And I was watching the whole thing, and it's like, why isn't he throwing? Why is he so flat-footed? Why is the other guy working more than him? Why is he letting him get pinned up against the rope? Like, why is he doing all of these things? And then at the end, when it was over, I'm like, he lost. It's like he, he didn't win. And I was right. Like, yeah, he, I was right. He, he didn't win. And then when I went back, when we were done and we went back and I was listening to what the guys were saying, it was completely the opposite. That's because it's a little machine money. Like they were completely on the Charlo bandwagon. Yeah. They want to make and that, it's like, that no Charlo money. Way. I know it's a bummer, huh? It's like no way. Although that did, I used uh, who know. The thing with those types of fights now is, like, I don't even know if they're real. What do you mean? You think that they were set up for something? No, I think that because because there's big money fights to be made, like, I don't think that the Charlos really want to put 100% effort because they don't want Canelo or anyone else to have real footage on them to study. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I no, no way. Because that's your no. I don't think so. Because when you're a, uh, you need those rounds. Like you can't, you can't like hold back. And they're not that good to do that. They're good. That no. That's my conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. Take off your tinfoil hat. <laughs> but there, there's something. There no, is, no, 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 no. That's you that's don't think too, they hold back? Hell no. There, no, because, you can't. You can't risk that. I mean, you can't hold back against the big names obviously you, but you, he but that charlo risk, fight you can't he, risk about anybody clearly he lost well but, and now he's kind of uh you know it's not certain about what's going to be happening for him always because you know he he looked pretty poor not only did he lose he looked poor I, there's and a bit he of had me a that poor that that's attitude later too well no. he had to he had to have had a poor attitude no i think i would have respected him more if he would have said you know 
that was I, I had a crap performance instead of being a baby like I should have. I everybody mm. knows I won that fight. All right. In conspiracy mode, <laughs> he thought that he done had done just enough to edge him out by a point or two. Yeah, you, you gotta take off that hat. What was the other fight that I totally thought that that happened with? Well, Tyson Fury. He had those three tune-up fights the last year. He could have murdered those guys within three rounds. I don't. I don't think he could have at the time. Like I think he, he he's just coming off of massive drug problems. But he was well, and mental problems. But he outweighed those guys by like it, fifty pounds. Weight doesn't do shit. Look at Butterbean. <laughs> you know, you just it's it's not just weight. I mean. <clears throat> Uh, and also, he probably just he wanted to get that time in because he knew he was getting ready for a big old fight. Well, like, right, but getting that time in means pacing yourself. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're you're uh, not wanting people to see footage on you. I don't care how much footage you watch of Tyson Fury. Watch that footage and then try to implement something in the ring on him. It's not going to be the same. Right. And the Maybe. other thing is too. Think about this, and this is what I've always been about. I when I watch footage. I do not care if the guy looks good or bad. Yeah. I it's not truthful because he's in there against another personality. Sure. I you have no idea how the personalities are going to affect each other. Right. It's so much more complicated. So when I watch footage, I watch for patterns. I watch do they do a little horsey step back with their front foot all the time mm. because that's something they aren't going to change. Right. Do they when they deliver their jab, does their elbow always go out? I see. I'm looking for that kind of pattern. I, those are those are things that don't change very much unless you have a coach who's working on the way their body moves. I guess is that I had such high and such high regards for the Charlos yeah. that I was disappointed that I, they did that he well at least the one who what that Jamal I don't even know what it's like. yeah there, there's a Jamal Jamal like why would you do that I don't know it's confusing <laughs> they didn't maybe they didn't know they were both going to be a high level football or yeah. Um, boxers yeah I don't know. It, it just so well having said that i think canelo would kill him yeah but i i just don't think they're all that great anyway they're just super athletic yeah they're they're not that great of boxers they have crap form uh hand down all the time they don't know how to keep their hands up when their hands are up their elbows are in front right. of their body way far like when you when you watch those kind of guys that are mowing through people you just go oh instagram boxer Oh yeah, he's yeah. they're they're people that have personality. They can market them. They're not. Do you think that boxers, boxers, they're the athletic? One, do you think that the one who won is going? To, who do you think he's going to fight next? Good, good like question. Jared Hurd. Yeah, you know that he would surprise the heck to, out of me. To me, that would be good because that they're kind of similar, and yeah. that seems like a, a fair fight to see who should advance. Right. That would that would be that, a good. That one. would be extremely good and interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, they're kind of similar. Right. Yeah. Hurt. Uh, I've seen a few of his fights, but the last two or three, it's like, holy cow, this dude is this dude is good. Yeah. And he's starting to come into his own a little right. bit. It looks like. And, so. he, and he seems like a good guy. Like yeah. they were doing like for this last fight that he had, they were doing this whole, you know, behind the scenes and at home. And he just seems like a normal. I mean, he's just a normal guy. Talks to his mom. He's driven to do well. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I think so. I just have a um, we have such a quick society. And so, we're, you know, that 
it's like you get people off the street and they're like uh, thinking that, you know, hey, I'd like to I'd like to train and I'd like to box and maybe go pro. And it's like, have you had a fight yet? <laughs> have you had an amateur fight yet? No. Okay. Well, let's not talk about going pro because right. it's not like that. And and but so that's kind of... Just hit kinda, the back for three minutes. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, it's just kind of what it is nowadays. Uh, you get some kid with some charisma and athleticism, like your boyfriend, Ryan Garcia, and... Uh, they market the crap out of them and think they're amazing and they put people in front of them that they look real good against until suddenly, accidentally, there's a person they don't look so good against yeah. and they what, weren't expecting Garcia, it. 135? Uh, is he 35? 30, 40. 40, isn't he? 40? Mm. 35 or 40. I can't remember. Because th- th- weren't they saying that he could fight Lomachenko? Man, oh my God, he would get... That 135-140 division is coming up. It's awesome. I anything from one twenty two to one forty seven is hot right now. It is really good. Um, Teofimo Lopez, yeah, that's your guy. I just need to watch him fight, and as soon as the fight is over, I need to turn it off because before and after he is a complete prick. Yeah, that's too bad. I like. I don't want to hear him talk. Yeah. I don't want to hear him. He's the one that does interview. the nonsense. What is he? The pillow. He does. <laughs> He does he bring out the Fortnite. pillow? No, that's uh, that's another stupid one. Yeah, that's another dude. Uh, no, Theofemo. First of all, I think he's compensating because his parents named him Theofemo. <laughs> that's like <laughs> such an old. That's like 1862 name. That's like the equivalent of what's like an old timey white people name? Mildred. But there's still no worse than that. Melba. Yeah. My grandma had that name, well, Melba. Yeah, it's like super old timey. Yeah. I have a buddy whose name is Eugenio. That's cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on now. That's cool. <laughs> no. But the way we call him Gino. I don't know how that came about, but Eugenio. Well, is there a Gino in there? Maybe. Like maybe if you move a letter around, you get <laughs> Gino. So we would just call him Gino. Well, anyway, this Theofemo Lopez dude. He does a, he's, I think he's unbeaten. He's undefeated. But after his knockouts, he does a Fortnite dance. So stupid video game where the characters dance. He does a Fortnite dance and then he does a front flip. But with his last fight, he had knocked the dude out. He was on the canvas, on his back. Diofemo went up to him pretended that he had a shovel in his hand <laughs> that he threw dirt on him. So he made the motion of shoveling dirt on him. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Like, do you, I mean, dude, you could have hurt the guy. Do you remember the uh, Ann Wolf versus Vonda Ward knockout? Oh, is that that super tall one against yeah, the shorter one? Yeah. Yeah. And Ann Wolf is doing insane dances and stuff like that. And uh, all of a sudden she felt like a complete asshole because Vonda was like, Eyes rolling back, arms stretched out, like had to be taken out on a stretcher kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. That that's like ooh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, that's no. that's not what boxing's about. Right. You know, even when Marquez celebrated after knocking out Manny, like you, I mean, I understand why he did it because he had felt he had been robbed on a fight, and it was such a an emotionally charged. Yeah, big time. Of rivalry, but 
I, he did express some concern because it took Manny like four minutes to get up. Yeah, it was no joke. It, it took him a little bit to get up, but he did express some concern. And yeah, you can't do that. Like even Canelo when he knocked the brains out of Amir Khan. Although I kind of think Canelo did that sort of as a, like, you know, I knew I was going to do this to you, so I have to come and make sure that you're okay. Like he went over to him. Like he, do you remember the... I don't remember it. Oh, my goodness. One of the best knockouts Canelo's ever had. Yeah, well, it's Amir Khan. <laughs> True. He's going to fight uh, oh, Bud God. Crawford. I know. I think Bud is going to knock him out. I don't know if he'll knock him out, but he might. Uh, I just don't. Amir's taken some bad knockouts, and I just don't think he should be fighting anymore. He he uh, has no power. Yeah. And he has no chin, and uh, I mean he's a flashy, fun fighter yeah, when he was just, younger. He's just fast. When That's he was it. younger, I don't think he's so fast anymore. And uh, you can't has have those kind of Canelo? knockouts. I don't know. I don't think so. You just can't have those kind That's of knockouts on your resume. I went to that fight. Oh geez, it was fun. Yeah, you can't have those kind of knockouts on your resume <clears throat> and keep fighting. Like it's just like at some point in time. Yeah. What I don't understand is. Uh, like how you how you're the coach that still goes in the ring with him. I just say I just I don't care. I just can't. He has a high maintenance wife. He needs that money. I can't ethically go to the ring whole, with you. That whole drama with his wife and Anthony Joshua. No. <laughs> Should go back and check it out. All right. She cheated on him with Anthony Joshua. Ew. Anthony Joshua put out some messages on social media saying Ew. saying your wife moved up a weight class. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. He did. oh. But I guess he forgave her because they're back to, together again. She's 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 a very pretty pretty woman. Yeah, but ooh. But yeah, they, you're, you're <laughs> sleeping around with other boxers. Ew. Just ew. <laughs> I think Anthony I like Joshua my, had a lot of fun with that. I'm he, sure he did. I like my little world. I'll just stay in it. <laughs> I'm going to my happy place right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's fighting Bud Crawford. I think Bud is going to win easy. Yeah, I like I like Crawford. Oh, I'll tell you. You know what? I think it's human nature. We like to talk about things we hate instead of things that we love. Is that human nature? It is. Well, I mean, we talked about we first talked about the commentators we like, but yeah. uh, and there's there's not a lot to say. I mean, you just like them and. Uh, they do a good job, and you, you appreciate it. You don't mind it. listening to them. No, and it's you have gratitude yeah. for them, and and they and they enhance the sport. The other guys just they just take a big old speaking of poo bags, they take a big old poo on it. Yeah, it's and then just they throw not, it up in a tree, and it's not fun. <laughs> Those are the types of dudes that throw poos in trees. That is true. I would Although, agree. Stephen A. I think I I would say Stephen A. Smith. And Mauro Ronaldo are tied for horribleness. <laughs> I don't really know Mauro. But oh my goodness! I know you can't stand him. I do not like him one single bit. There was uh, there was a announcer. I can't remember his name, but remember, I just recently posted the footage of Eddie Cotton on uh, on my Facebook page. He was fighting, you know, and there was a, an announcer that was commentating on that, and I was like, God, these guys were so much better. Yeah, they were so much better. I remember. I remember in my grandma's house in Ohio, uh, I would have to try to fall asleep before her because I'd sleep in her room 
and she had two single beds in there and she snored so bad that I would be like trying to go to sleep before she got to bed. <laughs> and uh, so I put on the baseball game and those announcers were so good. They were so soothing and they just they called the game so well and it would put me to sleep. It was wonderful. Well, they have time. You also have time in boxing like you don't you have more time than you think. Just like you, you have more time to throw the punch than you think. It's yeah. the same thing. I, they're filling, there's they're they're dead words mm-hmm. filling space. True, and Morrow <laughs> is the king of unnecessary words. Like he'll the one who'll say like "holy macaroni" or <laughs> like "come." I'm sure that he thinks of these phrases. He hasn't written him. down on a sticky note in front he's, of my bed. He's a wrestling commentator for like he started off his career like WWE or like in, real wrestling. Like no WWE. <clears throat> like regional stuff he he announced when he was a lot younger. Okay. And then he started doing UFC stuff. Oh. And uh but he's all wrestling personality. Um, I just don't like it. Yeah, that's not fun. Although it's not, I don't so, think it's politically correct to to say that you hate him because he's mega bipolar. Showtime did a so. <laughs> Showtime did a oh, whole so you can't say you don't him. like him because he has bipolar. Yeah, it's like hey, I'm picking on him. I don't think you're picking on I'm him. Bullying him. Yeah, I don't think so. It's like I just don't want to hear you talk, dude. Yeah, that that seems reasonable. <laughs> How about you not talk and then. Polly takes over. Yeah, that'd be good. And then Showtime brings someone else on. Yeah, that'd be good. Showtime, you know, I so Showtime might be in trouble for boxing. Don't you think they all are? N- n- the apps and uh, Facebook Live, it's it, all so it, much I was better. thinking about this the other day. They're banking. So Tyson Fury just signed with Top Rank, which has a deal with ESPN Plus. And then, of course, the zone paid three seventy-five mil for Canelo, and they paid a ton for Anthony Joshua. And they're probably going to get Triple G, huh. so they're putting all of this money into the fighters. But it's all dependent on whether people are going to subscribe or not, right? So the isn't the real question, which app is getting the most subscribers or or advertising well but you you're you're still counting on someone paying that monthly fee 10 bucks yeah because they're do they have ads uh that's a good question now they don't have ads on the i thought they they have sponsors i thought they had them uh in a second window or is that espn i can't remember it's cspn that's cspn I can't can't remember. (laughs) Oh, speaking of, let's not forget. So this is not a boxing commentator, but Robin Roberts, she is a good commentator. And there's one other girl. There's one other gal. She's a uh, boxing comment, basketball commentator. I have to look her up. Robin Roberts. She's a news lady. Yeah, she did sports. Did she? Yeah. I don't think I've heard anything that she's. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up real quick while you. Okay. Like, no, so while well, you looked that up, I, yeah, I mean, I think the real question is, who is like, are they 
Well, probably. I think they're just banking on the fact that people are going to be willing to pay. How much is the zone? Ten bucks. Yeah. And ESPN Plus is like less than ten bucks. So let's just say twenty yeah, bucks. Yeah, but, but ESPN, you have to have some uh, cable service or something, and or like Hulu or something. And because I looked at doing it, but I don't want to. I don't need that other crap. Wait. So for ESPN Plus, you need to have a cable subscription. Yeah, of, sure? so, of either or, you have to have a Hulu. You have to have Hulu, Xfinity. Comcast. No, but it's just a subscription for your Apple account. Mm, I don't know. I have to double check. You it, don't have. I don't. It, I don't have a regular TV, so I couldn't do it. I don't think you can watch regular because they let you watch regular stuff that's on TV on the ESPN app. Huh. But you're correct. You do have to connect your cable provider. But I think that for ESPN Plus, you don't need that. You just pay whatever it is. But I think that the real question is here is like, are people going to subscribe to both? That's a so good are question. people are people will are people going to be OK paying 240 bucks a month in subscriptions or I'm sorry, a year in subscriptions to watch these fights or are people just going to pay 70 bucks per event? Uh, I think uh, that's a good question. The subscription to me, well, if you're in boxing, you're you, just going to do it. You're going to do it. Right. Which, of course, I'm doing it. Me too. Because the, really... the whole thing here is getting new people, right? Getting new, new eyes. Yeah. And well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's not that expensive. So it's pretty easy to pull people in. Yeah, that's uh, I haven't heard anyone talk about it in that in, 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 in that aspect of subscribership. And there it's like, is there, you know, some people, I heard some people say that ESPN have the major advantage because they also have UFC. Uh, that's true too. Yeah. But so does, uh, DAZN, DAZN has UFC or has, a uh, Bellator. Bellator, sorry. But, and they have a ton on there, which is just like what they do with their boxing. They, those those Italian fights and all that stuff. Yeah. That's was I. That's why I kept it actually. Uh, I I got it for that first month free so I could watch the Canelo fight or yeah. whatever. And then when I started seeing all the stuff they put on there, I was like, oh, this is sweet. Yeah, I thought it was funny that they were banking on a bunch of people signing up for the Canelo fight, but their next event wasn't until the next month where you had to pay for it to get the next event. I know. Like, that would be, I want to see, the. it would be interesting to see what those numbers are. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know. I hope they do well. I like yeah. it. They have cricket. I haven't watched cricket. They have other stuff on there, too. They, they have a do, they do have an awful lot. Yeah, I tried to cool. watch some cricket. I, I I, someone needs to explain it yeah, to Yeah, I me. don't know the rules. Like, I don't even know American football. <laughs> like, I just barely sort of know what's going on. I'm not going to know what this other thing is. Like, I, don't, I, don't know. I looked it up. Robin Roberts used to be an ESPN uh, sports commentator. So she used to do like a lot of the women's basketball and college okay. basketball. I liked her. She was intelligent. Yeah. And there's another lady. I, I can't remember her name. Dang it. But she's also called women's college basketball. Yeah. And I don't really watch basketball anymore, but they were good commentators. I like mm. them a lot. The there's a here's another good thing about the ESPN plus is that you can watch the 30 for 30 documentaries i do like those those are cool i saw the reggie miller was that good yeah well well i grew up in chicago we hated indiana and we hated new york 
So we would pay attention to Indiana. Yeah, I liked Reggie Miller and I liked his sister too. They were great yeah. players. It's like the only reason Reggie Miller even had that good year is because Jordan wasn't playing. He he had retired. He had retired the first time. Yeah, that but year. still, you know. So Reggie Miller's still a good player. The funny, the thing that made me laugh out loud about that Reg about Reggie Miller was that he's just a jerk on the court, right? Big time trash talker. He would probably get a technical every game if he were to play now, because <laughs> NBA is only full of a bunch of wusses. He was the only player to have really gotten Michael Jordan irritated to where Jordan attacked him. Well, we'll I'll show you in a bit, but he Jordan just lunged at him, <laughs> and Jordan's big old basketball hands grabbed reggie miller by the face and then because he, he he knew that he would get in real trouble if he punched him so what he did is that he he, he stuck his fingers inside reggie miller's face and then just scratched down Ooh. like or something like this it's like he went like this i'll show you jordan went nuts and it was because reggie miller just wouldn't shut up <laughs> and jordan he, he caught jordan on a bad day and jordan got fined and he was suspended for the next game it was like the only time jordan got suspended uh reggie's sister was a better player i think than him yeah they they talk about that too where he lived in her shadow yeah i think that was hard where he, he, she scored like 108 yeah, points dude, in one she game. was she was phenomenal it was actually Back then, I actually paid attention to basketball. Yeah. Now I don't care, but yeah. but back then, oh yeah, she kicked. But she was awesome. I I loved I loved basketball. I loved college basketball, but nah, not anymore. Yeah, even and the commentators aren't good in that sport either. It's just U.S. commentators suck. They, uh, most of them suck. They do. They like oh Jim Gray. I hate Jim Gray too. Yeah, and who was uh, who He's else was there? There's there's a bunch of them. Who were the old ESPN guys? The Farhood, Steve Farhood. You know, well, Steve Farhood, he uh, does he commentate or he, he mostly he's the ringside scorekeeper. He, he used to commentate. No, you're thinking of uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, whose daughter is a judge? Uh, the guy that keeps score. I thought that was Farhood. No, Steve Farhood was a commentator. Uh, uh, okay, I don't know whose whose daughter was. So, do you like? Al, I like Al Bernstein. Oh yeah, he's all right. He's good. Uh, you know, Farhood used to be with Bernstein. They were yeah. on the. They were in the same crew. I I was watching old Tyson fights. Like well, like when he was twenty. Yeah. And Farhood was a ring ringside. Bernstein or Bernstein was the uh the one doing the interviews and oh man he looks so funny yeah i care out to hear yeah, seriously it's like age yeah th yeah bernstein was okay yeah, he's, he's, all he's right. fun to fun to listen to so fights coming up um let's get your predictions mikey garcia oh geez earl spence geez i don't know man i don't know but i i think spence but i don't know you know, it breaks my heart to say, but I think Spence too. I like them both. I mean, I really yeah, do like I, them both. I just, I, I don't think I'm cool that Mikey's, whoever wins. I don't think that Mikey's power came up with them from 135, 140. I don't think it's good. I don't, yeah, his punch isn't the same. Because I think that if it had, he would have knocked out Broner. 
Oh, and definitely he, Robert Easter Jr. He would have easily. I can't believe he didn't knock out Broner. So yes, I agree with you. I was actually more surprised that he didn't knock out uh, Robert Easter Jr. I didn't see. He that knocked one. him down with the, just a little flash knockdown, like in the third or fourth round when they fought. And then he adjusted. And then, and then it went the dis. Uh, or he's doing it on purpose. Dude, he's not doing it on purpose. Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, Laura is fighting. Castellano. Don't know anything about that. Laura's good. Yeah, I think Laura's good too, but I don't really know anything about that fight. And then we have... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a public calendar with all of the fights. That's a good idea. Because uh, PBC has an open calendar, but Top Rank doesn't and the DAZONE doesn't. Like, I don't want to get a notification. I just want to look at my calendar. Yeah. Um, and then, well, I don't know if, I don't know when this podcast will be out, but uh, James DeGal versus Chris Eubanks Jr. I don't know anything about that either. DeGal is just too old. Okay. He's been in too many battles. But Eubanks hasn't been active. So this is, this is a tune-up for Eubanks, supposedly? Yeah. I mean, Eubanks should have moved along, and they're from they're British fighters. Oh, so it's in it's in uh, they're going to be fighting in London. Interesting. And then Durrell and Yildirim. That must be set up for Durrell to do well. Yeah, I've never heard of that other guy. Uh-uh. I'm not big on the Durrells. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm neither way. And then what's the other big one? Uh, there's something coming up. Uh, Canelo, Danny Jacobs. Yeah, I'm excited. That's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Are you gonna be here for that? What What's the date? Hmm. Let's open up my zone <laughs> app. Is it? Hold on, we'll find out. Be cool if zone sponsored me. It would be cool. Uh, oh, and then Joshua Miller. Joshua, Anthony Joshua and Miller. That stupid press conference. I get tired of that nonsense. It's so stupid. Did you see it? Yes, the little highlights of it. How stupid. He looked, Miller looked like a flat out moron. Yeah, he is a moron. Your mama. (laughs) Yeah. Crumpets and tea. It's like he knows nothing about Britain, British, uh, British culture. Yeah. So he's like, what can I make fun of? Oh, crumpets and tea. What an idiot. Yeah, he did. he's going to look funny. Yeah, he's going to look funny on his back. Oh, yeah, being knocked out. Yeah. Why can't I find this? Here we go. No, 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 no. It must be in the summertime. No, there's something more recent. Canelo. Oh, Lomachenko's fighting soon. April. Against who? I don't know. I just know that uh, if I still had a boxer, he would. He had a potential <laughs> of being on that undercard. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it would have been. All right, here we go. Canelo, Jacobs will be on... 
Holy cow. Why is it so hard to... May 4th. Of course, May 4th. I should be here. Oh, yeah. It's right before the Cinco de Mayo. I yeah. should be here. Yeah. Okay. So party time. I think um, I think so. I don't think I'll be in Alaska. I don't know. I'll check. Cool. All right, coach. I'm starving. We better eat. Let's go eat. Thank you so much. Yep. I Pod- hope- podcast and breaking podcast. bread. You know, I someone left a comment on the iTunes uh-huh. review saying talk more boxing. Okay. I, who said that? I don't know who said that, but they left them. They left that comment a few weeks ago. I thought that was super cool. And then there was another comment that said, can you talk about something supernatural? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, boxing and supernatural, they go together. I am going to have someone on the show that is a medium. I I'm excited about that actually. I I I need to really think about my strategy here. <laughs> about how to do that. Yeah. Because my initial knee-jerk reaction would be to tell him what my mom tells me in that my mom would say, necesitas Jesus en tu corazón, which means you need Jesus in your heart. <laughs> That's like the first thing I thought. Uh, but- let's, let's go with it. I want to see what happens. <laughs> I, I'm encouraging you. We'll see. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please subscribe, share, review, rate, Podcast at gmail.com with any suggestions. Uh, for the show, or if you want to be on the show, I'll take applica- I'll, I'll take uh, I'll do an open call. If you want to be on the show, CZ Media Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thank you. Adios. Adios.